Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that while we discuss our own thoughts and opinions, just remember we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. The, the video of that moment. <laughs> like sucking a dick. Yep. <laughs> you set it up. Man. Honestly, I've been reading some great stories about a lot of men whose dicks I wouldn't mind sucking. <laughs> <laughs> I keyed. Uh, no, she doesn't. <laughs> no, I do. Because you know what? She only... I, was gonna, I don't even want to say it because he's my cousin, so it's weird. Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, I'm not dreaming about sucking cock. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I don't either. Who does? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm. I mean, I'm sure some people that. do. No, some people do. You know, it's a means to an end for me. Um, <laughs> I honestly talk like. I'm, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Hello, welcome. welcome. We're here. As always, in rare form. As always. You know what you're getting with us now. If you don't, and this is your first time joining in, welcome. Um, I'm Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> and the loud cackler is Katie. <laughs> and it's spilling the tea. I'm like, wait, what are we doing here today? What are what are we doing here today? Why are we sitting on your floor doing whatever? Yeah, no, we're, we're spilling some tea. And um, basically... Shooting the shit. We're basically just shooting the shit. Basically, every time you or I come over to each other's houses, we just automatically start talking, then go, maybe we should start recording. Every just, single time. We're just talking about I mean, this reading. time when she came over, though, it was more like bitching about how boys don't know how to keep a house clean. Oh, my God. Yeah. And if you have a husband who is the cleaner, send him my way. Yeah. Not, just I don't us. want another husband. I have one. I only need one. Like, I'm good. But, like, if he wants – if your husband wants to come clean my house, sold. sold. Also, I'd love to know, like, do they have siblings? And if so, are they sisters? Yeah. Because like, I feel like sometimes if you have, like, a, a mesh – a mesh – a mix of no, genders. I, I, will, I will say this. I think that that is true because, like, for my brother and I growing up, like, there wasn't like boy chores and girl chores. Like if my brother had to go, um, like if he had to go outside and like break the leaves, I also had to go outside and break the leaves. And like if I had fair. to like vacuum, then like he also had to vacuum. Yeah. Cause like, otherwise one of us would bitch and moan like, well, why does she, like, why does like she only, like, why yeah. does she get to stay inside? And I have to go outside and break her. Why does he like, Vice versa. yeah, right. I, I can understand that. So we always had to do like the same chores. Okay. So I feel That's like, smart. and like, again, like, yeah. So, um, I just feel like he got, like, we both got, like, I mean, like, not that chores are gendered, but, like, I, like, had to go outside, which is more of, like, a boy chore. Yeah. While, like, and, like, also do housework. Like, Like, he had to do, yeah. We did not, because I, obviously, I have a sister, so, like, we had indoor chores. Yes. But I will say, it was called the Cinderella List. Deb, if you're listening, Saturday mornings, PTSD. Um, Deb's my mother. Anyway. (laughs) She said she's going to give it a go. I was I like, which ones do I listen to? I'm like, the ones that say spill invitation. Okay. Oh. Well, hopefully she doesn't start with this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, she knows what she gave us. It was a Cinderella list. Well, no, I meant from what I said in the beginning. Oh. Whatever. She's probably like, oh my God, girls. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, hi, Aunt Deb. <laughs> <laughs> but literally, like, we would have a list, and Gina and I would, like, pick our favorites. Yeah. Or, like, uh, you know, not our favorites, like, what we wouldn't mind doing. Um... But we'd always share, like, the cleaning of the bathrooms together. Because, like, yeah. who likes to clean a bathroom? I still, to this day, don't like cleaning a bathroom. Especially if we always complain about this. The glass doors. Oh, my suck. God. If you have glass shower doors are the bane of my existence. Yeah, they're, they're um, the devil. Magic the Eraser devil. works really well to get off soap scum. We have, like, really hard water here. Say, yeah, well, um, <laughs> say, yeah. um, So, like, it leaves, like, a lot of marks. Yeah. Um, but I think like, that's like, I don't know. I feel like us growing up, it was still very much like gender roles, like in a household were very much like, Oh yeah. Like prevalent. Tom had to take out like the trash. No, but like I'm saying like with our parents, like, and like, you know, they were raised in like the fifties and sixties by parents who were like, stay like, you know, moms that were stay at home moms. Like it was very, 
the norm and like also just growing up in an Italian family, it's like, I'm the wife, so I'm going to cook and clean and take care of my family and my husband. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, it's so different now. I mean, like, yes, I'm going to do those things, but he's also going to do those things. Oh yeah. I saw a, like a, a post earlier today that it was like, I think it was from, it was 1950s. It was a family loading the groceries that they bought into their car. And it was like, there are $30 groceries being like loaded into their $1,000 car driving to their $15,000 house. And like everything looked like the, the, the cart was full. The, the car was a nice car. Yeah. The house was, I don't want to say oversized, but it, a nice house, a, yeah. a nice size home, three beds, two bathrooms. Like, right. you know, you're a little under 2000 square feet kind of square footage. And it was all manageable off of one salary. Now, if you, I mean, especially where we are, right. if you do not have a dual income household, it's still sometimes not even close to being enough. Yeah, no, uh, 100%. Like it fucking um, blows. It really um, does. But now that, you know, you have two working parents or just two working people in house, the chores are definitely split. Oh, 100%. And like, help. I mean, they're not 50 50, but no. Also, like, <laughs> I always say it, like, my version of clean is a lot different than Gil's. So, like, I if think he that's does clean, yeah. like, even though it's not my, like, how I would do it, I'm not going to get mad at him because like, he's still helping. He's still even, like, food yes. shopping. Like, him food shopping, he went last night, and he's like, oh, yeah, I got stuff for the week. He got, like, ground turkey and, like, yogurt. And, like, that's <laughs> it. He's like, yeah, like, breakfast and, like, dinner. But again, but I'm like he you made know what? effort. No, he to made go. the effort yeah. exactly. So I'm yeah. never going to give him shit for that. It's, no, it's when there's no effort. It's when there's no effort that we get annoyed. But when there is effort there, that's when you're you. Have, but like, I'm not yeah. perfect either, so I really shouldn't complain. Like, I refuse now to do yard work. Um, from having to do yard work as a kid, it's just it scars you. It. I am not. I'm not. An, I. I'm okay. So there's a difference, right? There's outdoorsy people, and then there's just people like people who like, like the, outdo- yeah. the outdoors. Like I like. <laughs> being in I like being outside I like going for hikes I like going to the beach but like if you're like touch dirt no thank you yeah no um so bugs. I'm not outdoor yeah like but oh god but fuck no to bugs I will help with the spring cleaning like I'll like once a year I'll do I'll help him like weed and like lay the mulch and like that is it and then I literally come inside and I have like a rash every time because I think I'm just like so like disgusted like I'm not like rash because like I'm allergic to anything I'm just like itchy from like the thoughts of like dirt and bugs being on me. Uh huh. We when we lived in South Carolina, we had like a back in the townhouse. Mm-hmm. There was like that rock outlining like the patio, kind yeah. of what you're trying to do. And I would weed it, but like I would be so fearful because a lizards, even though like they don't hurt you, I just I didn't want them jumping out at me. But they have something called palmetto bugs in the south, uh, which are basically the cockroaches of the fucking south. I would say they're like cockroach cicadas because they're like. I they guess, yeah, are the spawn of Satan. Who created these and why? I don't know. The devil. But actually, I think the devil wouldn't do that. I think God created cockroaches. Did he? Because what the fuck? <laughs> Discuss in the comments. Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not here to talk about cockroaches. <laughs> so you were taking things a little biblical today. Yeah. <laughs> Who created the cockroach? Um... I'm like, what is the name of our podcast? So we're the BMF podcast. Um, so we're adorable. Anyway, um, no, no, I was like, literally, like in my in my head, I was like, what did we do last week? And we did a Curse of Dark and Lonely. Yes. No, I know this, but like, I don't know why I couldn't think of it. I was like, I was okay. I was thinking, what did we do last week? Because I was like, where did I leave off? Like, what, like, what books have I not talked about? Mm, I hear that. Um, well, wait, before we get into our books, we went to oh yeah, duh, fun. So Teresa and I ventured into the city last night. Fun little, it was a good little sticker. I, that was a good commute, you know? Quick park, quick path, quick walk, boom. My kind of fucking commute to the city. That was, that was your kind of commute, you know? Yeah, I was, I was here for it. But it was a cute little, like, high, um, outdoor rooftop bar with Christmas music. It was, yeah, sounds great. Tessa Bailey's new book coming out. Wreck the Halls. Wreck the Halls. And by coming out, it came out today. Thank um, you. Yeah, October 3rd. I thought it was October. I'm like a day behind. I keep thinking today's the second, but I should know it's October 3rd because it's October 3rd. It's October 3rd. Yeah. You know, you know. If you're a mean girl's girly. If you're a girly. If you're a, girl, if you're a millennial, you should know. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, if you were born between the years of like yesterday and 1900 and you don't know it's October 3rd, then you've never stepped outside. My you never turned on the TV. That. That's wrong. 
Well, that's because your mom literally has never turned a TV on. She does, but she watches Turner Classic Movies, which if you don't know what Turner Classic Movie t- TV channel is, it's all the movies from the fucking 50s and earlier. Yeah, that's she my, that's my father-in-law. We're like, oh, um, are you watching your like B-list movie? They're just, um, there's something. Anyway, yeah, no, so we went to this <laughs> Tessa Bailey event to um, celebrate the release of her. It's um, a Christmas rom-com standalone about two people who are trying to get their estranged mothers to do back together. So they, okay. So the mothers were in a pop group or like a rock group Mm -hmm. and they're estranged and they're trying to get them back together to do a Christmas Eve, like show, I guess. Um, we haven't read it yet. That's the synopsis though. Yeah. Um, which I'm like actually really excited because the people there who did read it loved it. Um, like our friend Giselle, like, really really loved it um so now i'm like oh, i'm like okay like what do i have to read like actually have to read this week and like what can i like put off so i think once i get um right now i just started an arc um and i'm gonna read bad luck charm for next week's episode and then i think i might do wreck the halls after but there's just so much coming out this month so much coming out this month like even books that like i'm excited about okay like today i believe um what's her face Carrie, Man- Carrie Maniscalco. Yes, she has a new Throne book. of... Throne of... I was of, literally just thinking... I don't, it's not Fallen Gods. That's... Hold on. I'm just going to Google it. Carrie Throne Man- of... One of the Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah. It's um, a, it's like the spinoff to yes. Kingdom of the Cursed. Um, and Kingdom it's a, of the Wicked. Wicked. Yeah. Sorry. Kingdom of the Cursed. Get it like right. Okay, I have Throne it. of the Fallen. Throne of the Fallen. Okay, so I, I was close. Um, that came out today, which I really want to read that, but, like, I can't prioritize it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Wildfire came out today. I can't prioritize that right now. Uh, I've also heard really mixed reviews about Wildfire. Yeah. So I am, like, an icebreaker, like, stands up the day that I die. Like, bury that book with me. Just burn my body with icebreaker. You know what I mean? You know what? I'll make sure I write that down so I can convey that. But I've heard that Wildfire is not, does not capture the same kind of, like, feeling that icebreaker did that it's like decent it's good but it's not like oh i'm going to die to like people are like you can wait to read it so i'm gonna wait as you should because there's a lot coming out and like in terms of well we're doing caught up which yeah so i actually finished the caught up art oh did you this morning i really really liked it i'm very excited i'm gonna say it's a four seven five i rated it a five star i rounded up it's like a four seven five i only have like one complaint with it and i found I don't want to give any spoilers, right? But I just found one like plot line very repetitive. Mm-hmm. Specifically in the beginning, like it was just like kind of like really hammered home, and I was like, no, I got it like the first time, you know? <laughs> like if you want to do it one or two more times, I get it. But. Right. Um, but I love the characters. I would. I feel like it's very different from the other two. I'm excited. Um, but you do get your little cameos from like xanders and stevie and indian ryan and rio and rio is going to be the next oh that's exciting I'm excited oh for is that. he going to be the next book or is he going to no i think rio is going to be book five i think the next book is going to be a new character that was introduced and caught up isaiah oh. isaiah is kai's younger brother okay and if it is isaiah's book next it is going to be an accidental vegas marriage Ooh, that might be a little bit of a spoiler it happened <laughs> Something you find out in like the epilogue that he like was like he. Um, I mean, it's not really spoiling anything about like the actual cat, like the main. No, 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 right? Yeah, so no. who cares? And like you like see like this relationship coming a mile away. Okay. So like the only thing was I was like, oh, like okay, like I knew that they, I knew that these two people were gonna get a book. Gotcha. Um, but Isaiah, if you liked Rio in the first two, how he's like very just like Rio, Rio. Um, <laughs> Isaiah gives me Rio vibes, but Isaiah has, like, more charm and game. Okay. Where, like, Rio is just, like, all goof. Isaiah is, like, a lot of goof. But then but also, knows how like, to, like, pull it off. But, like, he follows through. Yeah. You know? I like it. I'm here for it. Um, but, no, I love Kai. He's a single dad. Um, I'm trying to think of all the tropes. So, single dad, forced proximity, nanny romance. Like, basically, like, boss's daughter. So, it's, like, the... Um, like, the baseball team, like, their coach, the mm-hmm. manager, field manager, I guess, is the correct term. I don't watch baseball, so, like, don't quote me on it. Um, his daughter is, like, in town for the summer, taking a break from her chef gig. And he's like, you're going to nanny for Kai. Because Kai 
if you remember from the right move, like he's constantly like, he's, like firing yeah. his like nannies. Um, and uh, so a little forced proximity, mm. spice, it's slow burn. I don't know. It was really good. I love that. And like, I don't, maybe unpopular. Like I'm not like a big, like I don't really find baseball players that attractive. No. Like they're just like not my cup of tea. Like if you're a hot man in the uniform, I'm going to say. Like Derek Jeter to me when I was younger. Yeah, but like now I'm like, it was yeah, like, no, like, like it's attractive. No, um, same. Dan Bryce B, Harper is a good looking guy. Swanson, Dan, Dansby, Swanson? Yeah, it's Dan B. Swanson. Yeah. He's, I think he's cute. But I think like their, their uniforms like aren't. Adorable. They're very, very they're flattering. flattering. Unless they, and like, unless you're a very handsome, well-built man. I agree. So like when they're like ooh yeah like the baseball pants I'm like ew like they're kind of bad I I'm like personal preference I can't stand when people like hike the leg up to show the sock you it's have, not, have like, a my really favorite. good ass to fill out a baseball pant yeah and like I just know that Kai Rhodes did okay I'm here for it and like when he's on the field he's wearing like he's when he's on the field he's like whatever but when he's off the field he's always in like short athletic shorts so you can mm. see his thigh tattoo like. Kind of like just like a like a plain like t-shirt, backwards hat and glasses. Backwards hat, say no more. Yeah. <laughs> and like he all he wears his glasses whenever he's like not playing and they're like black, like grim, like they call them like Clark Penn glasses. And I'm just like, I'm just picturing that, like with the backwards hat and like his dark hair kind of like coming out on the side. Oh. <laughs> Hello, daddy. So yeah, so I love Kai. I like Miller a lot. Miller is the female main character. Oh, so um, that's a really cute name. Yeah, Miller Montgomery. Love her. Her dad is Mont. Well, they call him Monty because Montgomery. And he is in his like mid forties. So she's twenty five. He's in his mid forties. Um, he, uh, her mother dies. So like he like retires from his baseball career in his like early twenties to take care of her. Oh, wow. um, and that's then he eventually like once she like goes to college and stuff, he eventually gets back into like the major like leagues. Now he's like a manager, not a player, obviously. But he's, like, such a good dad. And I don't want to give, like, any more of it away. But, like, you find out something that, like, he, like, did for her. And it's just so, like, it's so heartwarming. And then you, like, he's, like, still, like, young. And, like, they, like, keep saying he's, like, handsome and stuff. I'm, like, so he's also, like, zaddy. You know what I mean? Anyway, caught up. We'll discuss her on the end of the the week. End of the month, I mean. Yes. Well, I was going to say, yeah, Katie will read it. We'll discuss on one of our episodes. Hopeless. Yeah. Which oh. Hopeless comes out. We will so, not. Okay, yeah. No, so Caught Up comes out on the 13th. No, Caught Up comes out on the 10th. Hopeless comes out on the 13th. We both finished the Hopeless arc over the weekend. And we can say without a doubt. Phenomenal. That's obviously another. Yeah. Just add it to your list. Like. Elsie Silver doesn't miss. No. Because I was going to say even Powerless is not my favorite. But even Powerless I loved. You know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah. I Like they're not. Yeah. They're not even. Like. No matter what, but it's none a of great them are story. under four stars no, to same. me. Um, like I was trying to think, like okay, like how would I rank them? And it's hard because flawless and uh, heartless. I read so long ago. Heartless to me is number one. No, like for me, reckless, like Theo, reckless Daddy is. I, a bitch. So, so this is the thing that I feel like I am not a Cade girly. I know, no, 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 which is perfect. For us. <laughs> but what I was going to say was like, I honestly feel like Heartless is everyone's favorite. Most people, I would say, is mm-hmm. Heartless. I think it's like, if I was ranking them, I think I would do Reckless, Flawless, Hopeless, Heartless, Powerless. I'm shaking my head. Because I loved Willa, but I just didn't care I for Kate. Lo- oh, I loved Kate. I love, a- but see, that's, no, no, you yeah. have to like that cat. Like, Theo, I love Theo, but to me, like, I don't want, like, a <laughs> golden retriever. Like, he's not my thing. Like, that is your thing. So, like, to me, Theo, like, even though it was amazing, and I think his response to how he handled the situation would be, in my opinion, every single female's dream. Yeah. Like, literally every, every single female's dream. Yeah. Like, he would be the exact of what I would want in that situation. Um, but I still love Daddy Cade. Yeah, no, right, exactly. Like, there's nothing wrong with Cade. Like, yeah, he, I, lo- he, I love just a Kate. Male. I'm just saying, like, if I had to pick, like, I would definitely that would probably be put... probably the order in which I would do things with them. <laughs> okay. Willa is by far the oh, best she's fucking amazing, character. and I do like that you get her in snippets, 
Oh yeah, no, yeah. You do you get do some get... snippets of her. We'll t- and we'll talk more about it like, in, in the other. Yeah, so um, we're not going to go into great depth about it once it hasn't come out yet. Too, we have an episode where we will discuss it in depth. But if you read the Chestnut Spring series, then you're going to love Hopeless. If you have read the Chestnut Spring series, read and been it. talking about it for months. Definitely go read it. Um, they're like all like under 400. They're very like quick reads. And they're all good and they're spicy, but like they're all different. Like sometimes like in interconnected standalone, sometimes you get like very like formulaic, like it's the same storyline over and over. Yeah. I feel like each story is very different. And I, yeah, like I really will say like they're, di- yeah, no, I'm not even going to like beat the dead horse with this one. Yeah. It, you're right. It's very nice to yeah. read. Um, you know what book we can, cause we don't have an episode coming out on it. We've both read it. And it comes out, oh, please hold. October 19th. 19th. Yeah, I was going to say um, that. Two Twisted Crowns. This is book two in the Shepherd King series. Um, book one is One Dark Window. Dark gothic fantasy romance. Yeah, like, like kind of like court politics a little bit. Very unique magic system involving cards. Um it really does give just like straight up dark fairy tale vibes when you're when you're reading it. Yeah. By far, and this is, whatever, you know what, no, we're not going to talk about that right now. But I will say, <laughs> this is, first off, bless Rachel for just a duology. Not that there's anything wrong with long series what of I've, fantasy books. I don't know if it's my them. old age, but I just don't want to read anything that's more than, like, three books. I hear that. It's also hard to remember things. like, And I say that excluding the addicted series because that is a 10 book series and that is something that everybody should read go on anyway um there again there is nothing wrong with like a, a three plus book series in any type of like genre i'm here for it and that's you, do you. we're excluding like, like interconnected standalones yes, because those are like those that's are not a series even, yeah, but they're all yeah. different storylines but like so fine. there's just something that hits for me with a duology or trilogy trilogy <laughs> trilogy yeah that i love so much like I remembered everything from One Dark Window. This book's coming out a year later. I'm not exaggerating when I say this. It is a top fantasy yes. series yes. that I've ev- ever read. Yes. Like, and I think it doesn't get a lot of... It gets hype, but I feel like because there's not like explicit spice. Right. Like I think that if you are a spicy reader... It's not... You're not going to want to... I I hate being like that you're so, not going to like it because I think you, that you might, would like it. Yeah. You just might have to get over that there's no spice in it. Yeah, like it is such a freaking cool system. If so you like well fantasy written. books, then like get over it if there's no spice. And there's tension. Like there's some tension. It's there's some things right. happening. Like I wouldn't call it a YA read. We no, all, no, no, like, no, no, no. It's definitely adult. It's not YA. They they are in their 20s. It's an yeah. adult read. It's just not it's explicit so spicy. Good. There's there's tension. There is there is sex. It's just yeah. not, that's not the focus. No. Like you might get like one sex scene. Like literally the last 60 pages, I was like, like sweating. Cause I was like, what? Like you, you know, it's going to be like a good ending, but still like getting to that moment. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck's going to happen? Oh my God. Is everyone going to die? What's going, what's going on? Oh my yeah. God. Is everyone going to be all right? Like, are we going to be, are we going to make it? Are we going to make it in time? Like, that's how I literally felt the laxative. I just, it was so good. Everyone should read this series. No, I, I agree. Um, the covers are also beautiful. They're shelf worthy. I'm, I just love this. I love the series. It's so good. Um, You know, it's so good. This, like, yeah, I mean, it and hasn't books, come out like, I don't want to say too much. And but, again, like sometimes books... I f- this can go one or two different ways. Book two like slaps a lot of situations. Yeah. But but also like sometimes I feel like it could also be like an info dump book, or sometimes I feel like it could just miss its mark. I mean that could be for any book in a series, whether it's the first, second, plethoras. But like this just like this was in my opinion comparable to book one on like a five bajillion star level. You know, it was like I have no notes. Same. And like it's like a mic drop moment. Like it was just. It's, it's just, you know, yeah. when you're looking for a series that like hits like active, like just imagine your favorite series of all time. Like d- this to me, like hit that, like it's at that level. It's on that shelf, if you will. Yeah. Like it's like an automatic, like, oh, you like fantasy romance? This is what you need to you read. read this. Yeah. Um, so I'll stop harping. Yeah. No. I'm, yeah. It's, it's unlike any book that I've ever read, like plot wise. Um, Agreed. Another series that I picked up yet again. And I feel like we've talked about this, but um, I read the bridge kingdom and the Trader queen in 2021. And then I just like 
didn't, I like bought Inadequate Air. I pre-ordered it on Kindle and I just never read it. <laughs> um, and I don't know why, because I loved the Bridge Kingdom and I loved the uh, Trader Queen. So um, actually, Endless War might be coming out. Anyway, so I started um, the Inadequate inadequate air on audio last week i finished it five stars obsessed like if you liked um the bridge kingdom then like obviously read it um and then so danielle jensen has i guess like some like exclusive rights with like audible so the endless war the endless war which is book four in the series it's book. It's like the second book of Karis and Zara. Um, it dropped on audio, I think, in May, but it doesn't officially come out. Like the book does not come out until the fifth, so this week. Um, I have an hour and a half left of it of the Endless War, and it's so good. Is it? I'm like, these are just like such good. Fan- I just feel like they're just such good fantasy books. Like, yes, they're like there's political intrigue and there's like action. And there's romance. And it's not too heavy on any of them. I love that. It's like just the right amount. Of like, you, like, you, like you'll be getting romance and then all of a sudden they're like torn apart. Because like they are like the leaders of two different kingdoms. And they have to like. And then like it's like all about the politics of like. I don't know. I'm just. I'm loving it. I love the characters. Um, they're all morally gray. Like none of them are like good or evil. Like they all have like good and bad components. Um if you like tension and if you like that, like, will they, won't they? And like, what's good. I don't know. I just, I'm loving the series. Um, I'm reading an arc by Danielle Jensen right now. And I feel like I've talked about it, but I finally started it. And um, it is a fate inked in blood. And I didn't realize it. So I'm, um, I'm like maybe like 15% in. Um, I had to take a little break because I got caught up and I was like, I got to read that right now. <laughs> so a fate inked in blood, it comes out, I want to say in January. So there's like a lot of time um, until then. No, sorry. Even more than that. February 27th. Damn. It's 400 pages. So like a very good yeah. size for, for a fantasy book. Um, but it's very heavily based, which I didn't know that's in Norse mythology. Oh, cool. So the main character is Freya, uh, Eric's daughter like so like Leif Erikson's like sister I guess um but yeah no I don't I can't really explain it I don't know a lot of Norse mythology I did watch Vikings Valhalla like season one and like it's it's like the characters like I know like the name okay but I guess I think that this is like more the book is like more uh closely follows like the real Mm. story versus like the Netflix show it's just kind of like silly goof times okay um but it's really good so far. That's good to know. Yeah. Like Perfect. they have like powers that are like blessed by the guy. I don't know. It's really good. Um, and then obviously because it's October and because I'm me, I did read. Okay. So I read Heated Rivalry and The Long Game back in January. Mm-hmm. And like my favorite, two of my favorite books of like my lifetime. And those are books two and six. Okay. In Rachel Reed's Game Changer series. So I was like, you know what? It's about time that I read the rest of the Game Changers. And I read one, three, and four. So I only have one more left. Okay. Um, and if you like MM hockey romances, then, like, I recommend. I like them. Okay, so the first one you could definitely tell is, like, her first book. Okay. It starts off a little choppy. Um, like, the dialogue is, like, a little, like, it, it doesn't flow that great in the beginning. It gets better. I love the characters in the first book so much. Um, I like the characters in all of them, but I like how, like, a lot of hockey romances or MM hockey romances that you read, like, both of the players are, like, are gay. Where, like, this one, it's, like, one of the, it's, like, there is a player and he's gay, but then, like, the other male character, um, like, in the first book, he is, he just, like, works at, like, a smoothie shop and he, like, wants to get his master's in, like, art history, I think. And in the second book, he is like uh there's like the hockey player and then he is like a musician um and he like also works in like a makeup store so it's like they're not they're not both, both athletes 
um, which I think like that's kind of cool. Yeah, like, I think it like adds like a lot like to the storyline. But the last or not the last book, I should say book four is um, he is in like the last um, season of his career. He's a goaltender, which like goalies are always like a little more like shy, standoffish, whatever. But he um, he's bisexual, so he was married to a woman for twenty years. He got divorced, and so now he's like finally like single for the first time in his like adult life. And he's like, I kind of want to explore this like other side to to me. And um, he's 41 and the boy, he's a boy, boy. (laughs) he's like 25 and he like is a bar, he's a bartender at one of like the gay bars that they all go to because like the goalie is best friend is one of the um, guys from one of the previous books. Um, But like, so good. So he's like experienced, like, obviously he's not a virgin, but he's like, a virgin to a male, a male. counterpart. Yeah. Um, so he's like exploring like all like this like whole side to himself. And like he has this like partner who's like very like like patient and understand. I don't know, like so they're cute. just like really like wonderful like love stories. Oh, love but then they're like really spicy too. Like okay. really spicy. Like if you're looking for like spicy and then hockey romance books or just like whatever, like the game this changer series by Rachel Reed. Good to know. Yeah. You could take your pants with that. You can tickle something with that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for it. So just like Teresa's in all of her feels with hockey, I'm in all of my feels with witchies and spooky books. Um, I read Playing the Witch Card by K.J. Del Antonia. It's a mouthful. Um, That is a mouthful. I was like, how do I just, I don't want to, I was like thinking about making sure I said it right. And then of I course, always, like, that's when you trip over it. I was pronouncing it. I, so this, okay. So there's a lot of books out there that are marketed as Practical Magic meets Gilmore Girls. Now don't fucking come after me. I have not watched the Gilmore Girls like in its entirety. I've seen like episodes here and there. She's a loser. Whatever. Say what you want about me. But this was like the first book where... I, I truly 100% picked up on the practical magic vibes. There's no spice. So again, like if you're, and there's really no romance, like there's like a budding second chance romance, but that is not the purpose of this book. Like she's a mom. She has a 13 year old daughter, 12 year old daughter, something like that. Um, she's recently separated from her cheating ex-husband and yeah. And like, she's got mommy issues because like, so basically this whole family in this tiny town of Kansas has these powers. A lot of these people in town have some kind of magical capability. And in Flair's family, like they can read oh, Flair. Flair. Oh, like it's kind of cool. Like she can read cards and like the, the tarot cards, like she's drawn to them, like whatever it's, it's, she's powerful. And she wants nothing to do with them after like what her mom was using them for, like to kind of like, there's supposed to be like guidance where her mom was like, oh, we need to go do X, Y, and Z. Let's go do it. Like her mom was just looking for the next big adventure. Yeah. So she, because of the, her childhood and like what she experienced, she kind of was like, I don't want this for myself. And she doesn't want it for her daughter. Um, which practical magic vibes. So of course, like there's a curse on the ex-husband. Like she's got to work through some shit. There's a little bit of like a mystery and a twist at the end. I'm not gonna lie. Like it's rated like three, five on Goodreads. Like and I still think that's a solid rating for, yeah. like, some kind of contemporary rom com book. But, like, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I didn't want to put it down. Also, the paperback has a really good flop to it. Oh, my God. When a paperback is a good flop. It just it just does something to my insides. So, I just really enjoyed it. So, like, if you don't care about a romance, you just want, like, a good, like, witchy book to read. Like, a good story. Just a good story. Just, like, a fun. And, like, also, like, kind of relatable, like... I mean, a lot of these books can be relatable, but like, you know, like a single mom, like trying to just like do right by her daughter, like yeah. make good decisions for her. Like you're only looking out for like what's best. I don't know. I just thought it was like a really good feel good book. Um, what? I tried to listen to Assistant to the Villain. I thought the narrator did a phenomenal job. I, I liked her. I would listen to something else that she has done. I just didn't connect with the book and I ended up DNFing at 65%. I just felt like there was no forward progress Yeah. in my, in my opinion. This is my opinion. Um, Everything is always your opinion. It is. So I just, I, I chose to stop. I, I mean, I haven't read it, so I'm not going to like say anything, but I haven't heard 
great things. Um, it's rated pretty well on both Amazon and Goodreads. And again, this someone could be listening to this and be like, Katie, you're fucking stupid because I loved it. Like, And great. I hope You know what? I hope you did because this is someone's hard work. But like, I just could not. To me, I didn't feel like there was any forward motion or movement at all on both like relationship, romance, and or plot movement. Like I think yeah. literally at one point during my run, I was like, I don't even, all I know is X. Like where, did we get anywhere? I was like very right. confused. So, and it's, it's a, so I, I listened with Brit use this comment. I was like, oh my God, I fucking love this like term you're using soft enough. It's not even a soft enough to me. Like I'm just, I'm not going back to yeah, it. Yeah, no, yeah. Like um, a soft enough is when you like, are just like not vibing with a book, but you know, eventually you'll, you'll get back to it. Yeah. So you like put it down for like months and then eventually pick it up. A hard DNF is like, I'm never picking this yeah, up again. Like I'm not gonna pick it back up. Um, and I don't remember if we talked about it. Tonight. I don't think we did. Pumpkin Spice Cafe. I don't think so. That's I'm- another one that I keep, I kept seeing around. Um, and it, you know, three stars, three stars to me. It was, it was kind of cute. Like People were like, it's so spicy. Like to me, to me personally, it wasn't. It was like the literally the last like couple pages. I feel like it was almost like just put in to like finish the book. Um, I really wasn't like getting, I don't know. Like I couldn't like the male main character to me, like I just, it just nothing, nothing really like hit for me. So to me, it was a three star. Um, I think I talked about a study with drowning and drowning. I think you may have. I know that. I mean, again, we talk about everything all the time. Yeah, I don't want to be a dead person here if I already did. But, like, mm-hmm. again, it's it's YA, but I would definitely cons- – if you read Belladonna and you liked it, I'm not comparing these two. But, like, if you liked Belladonna, you will like A Study in Drowning. Yeah. Like, there's – they're both gothic fantasies. Like, uh, Study in Drowning is very academia, um, fairy tale vibes again. It's – oh, my God, what kind of a fairy tale is it? I forget. It's something – I don't know. Whatever. There's mystery. There's suspense. Like, you're kind of, like – Again, like bated breath, waiting for something to happen. There's some twists and turns. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Like so fucking good. I do really want to read it. See, like this is the problem with all these new releases in October. Because like every year, because I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to get, I'm going to read some of Katie's like witchy racks. And then like all this other stuff comes out and I'm like, hee no, I'm not. I mean, you can read which you actually around. That's what I did. Well, I am going to read Bad Luck Charm, which I've been like really well, excited and about. And I will say like, if anyone t- was like, what is your top pick of a new release this year for a witchy book? It's going to be Bad Luck Charm. Okay, but what's your top fucking... pick then for any year? Because you made it very... I, yeah, well, you I, like, yeah. very specifically... I did say this year. year. Um, I just feel like... Well, first off, I think... The OG of witching books. Yeah. Discovery of Witches. It's fucking good. Yeah. Read it, people. If you haven't, do it. Um, I just feel like last year there wasn't a lot of like, like I really liked the Kingdom of Wicked series in general. Like I yes. just, even book one from the get-go, I was like, I fucking love this. I'm here for it. And I thought it just kept getting, like book three was definitely more info dumpy. Yeah. I still thoroughly enjoyed it. Same. Um, so that would probably be like my favorite series. Also the Bone Witch I don't know why, but the audio versions, I fucking loved the Bone Witch series. It was amazing. Um, and not by, oh, let me classify, because I think there's two. There's two series, the Bone Witch series. It is not the one by Rue something. Rin, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sorry, Rin. It is by Ivy Asher, the series that I read. It is, like, rom com but, like, actually has, like, action and, like, some stuff yeah, going no, so on involved with it. I, like, when you see the Bone Okay, if you're listening, go look up the Bone Witch, yeah. like, cover. Because, like, when Katie told me it was rom-coming, I was like, no, no, no. We're talking about two different books. Like, like if, you, if you're watching the video, that does not look like rom-coming. a white. Like, when I started listening I, to it, I was like, we've got jokes? Yeah. Like, I was, like, th- I was very taken yeah, aback. Like, I've been like, oh, I don't know if I'm in, like, the mood for something dark. So, like, I'm not going to read the Bone Witch. The Osseous What about the Chronicles? Unmarked Witch? The Unmarked Witch, I really loved book one. Loved it. Book two... I think I think there's too many POVs going on. Are in they my interconnected opinion. standalones or is it a continuation? It's a continuation. Book three, um, I hear, is um, what is book three? The unmarked. I know there's a third. I think it's a novella, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's a novella. Um, one which is blessing the one's curse. Blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one's just a it's a crisp oh okay. So it's like this so the third book of the um the Unmarked Witch series is a novella. It's a holiday novella. 
So like Christmas novella. Oh, weird. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm still going to read it. I'm going to read it. They're on audio. That that could have been my issue with maybe not liking book two as much because it is more of a fantasy read, but it's very easy to follow. But I, I personally, in my opinion, thought there was too many POVs. Yeah. Um, so I felt like I kind of like lost touch with the storyline at times. Okay. But I really did love book one. But I think actually maybe for like a rom-com, this year there's just been so many good witchy books coming out. Like somewhat, people got the message that we wanted this. Yes, people did but get the bad, message. But the bad luck charm is fucking amazing in my opinion. I know, I'm really excited to read book it. Book two is coming out in November. I'm very excited. I also went back. standalone? Interconnected. Okay. I'm very excited for who the characters are. I did go back and read another one of Julie Johnson's um, earlier works. Earlier works. And I enjoyed it. Like a little insta-lovey, but like she's someone who, I don't know, I really enjoyed her writing style for both books. I'm going to give a couple more a go once I get out of my spooky read season. Um, but yeah, like if you if you end up giving this a go and you like it, like I I my, I'm recommending this without having digging too deep into everything, but like I've looked at like her work. She's, she's a lot. She's a lot. Um, but they're all rated at least four stars. Yeah. So like, I just feel like she's one of those like solid, if I need to go back to something, I can do it. Like, I think I'm going to read, it's called Foreign Affairs. Okay. Also like, look how cute that cover is. The cover is really cute. It's look rated it four. <laughs> Are you watching? I don't know. It's just really cute. So like, <laughs> I'm going to give her backlog, um, some 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 TLC when I'm done. I know. I honestly like another author's backlog. Use a backlog, and I was like, yes. Um, Devney Perry, which like I've been slowly working through, yeah. but and again, oh my god, I like really just need to have these things up. Like Steel King is yes. that the name? That series, Clifton Forge. Forge. There we go. Thank it's you. a very good series. I'm on. Um, I, I stopped at book three because again, yeah. I just you you like use those as like fillers. I feel like yeah. Like I so I really want to read that. I really like. The looks of the books They're so beautiful. i want to buy them but there's other books that i want book to buy is so good i know i keep hearing that like and um, the audios are phenomenal i know but i feel like i don't want to waste an audio credit because they're really really quick yes like some of her series are on scribed and i've listened to um like lark cope all those books are on scribed and i listen to them and all the audio is amazing um but i don't think any of her other books are on scribed yet no, I don't believe so. Um, so I really want to read. That's like my goal for like early next year is to start Clifton Forge. Um, I also, because um, A Curse for True Love is coming out mm. this month. Once I finish The Endless War, I'm going to listen to, I'm going to do like a re-listen for um, Once Upon a Broken Heart and A Ballad of Never After. Because those are unscribed. Um, or at least they were okay. No, they're still there. Thank God. I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> where'd they go? So I want to do a re-listen of those because I need to like get ready for like the third and final book. And like, I swear to God, if Jax does not get his happily ever after, I will I'm riot. going to Stephanie's house and we're, it's on. These it's are on unscribed. Yes. Um, maybe I'll do a re-listen. Oh wait, I think, I think I, hold on. I think that you listen to them on audio. Yeah. You own them. Um, I am now three books into my Throne of Glass reread. So I finished, I know I talked about it last month, I finished The Assassin's Blade. And honestly, like, I felt really underwhelmed by it. Like, again, this is my second time around. So I didn't read The Assassin's Blade my first time around. So I was excited because I was like, okay, like new stories, like, if you've read Throne of Glass, you know everything that's, like, going to happen. Mm -hmm. Maybe not how it happens or, like, whatever. But, you, yeah, you but like, listen, if, spoiler alert, it's not even really. But if you've read Throne of Glass, everybody knows Sam died. Yeah. Everybody knows who killed him. Like, everybody knows that it, whatever. So I was expecting to get, like, so much. I was expecting, like, the book to be so Sam heavy that I was going to, like, fall in love with him. And, like, and it was going to shattered. destroy me when he finally died. And, like, I liked him. Yeah. But, like, I don't know if I was... And, again, like, people, I feel like people are going to be like, oh, well, like, you knew he was going to die because, like, you all... But, again, if you do the right order, if, like, you're reading Throne of Glass for the first time, the reading order is Throne of Glass, Crown of Midnight, Assassin's Blade. So you already know that he's dead. Yeah. And you already know, like, that she was, like, in Endovier and, like, whatever. I honestly... And I know that this is, like, unpopular. I really think that if you're going to read 
the whole series. I think you need to read Assassin's Blade first. I like that opinion. I like because when there's a little bit of a different opinion out there. I felt really disconnected from the stories and from the characters. Like, I, again, like, I don't know if it's just because it's my second time through, but, like, the Assassin's Blade doesn't really add much to the storyline, in my opinion. Like, you see Rolf and Ansel again in Empire Storms. So, like, you get background on, like, Selena's, uh, relationship with them and like why they would like maybe feel indebted to her or like why they would like come to her aid but I don't really think it added to the story okay. or will add and I don't know if I was just like kind of just like wanting to get through Assassin's Blade so that when I do finally pick it up again I could go straight into um Air of Fire which like this is where things start getting really good. I would really be curious though because like so for me like, I, like and I, you did too like we really <sighs> book one was good Book two, I think the bo- both of us the first time around, like, we struggled through it. Yeah. So, like, I would wonder what my feelings would be, because I never read Assassin's Blade either. Like, what would our feelings be if we read it for the first time when we were doing the first reread, like, the first read? Yeah. Because if I didn't connect with it, like, I don't know. It's because it's a book of... Novellas. Five novellas. I think it's five. Yeah. It's five novellas. The first one is Rolf, then it's Irene. Then it's, um, like, the Silent Assassins and Ansel. And then you get two that are, like, more heavily involved with, like, Sam. Mm. The first, when she's, when her, that's the thing, too. Okay. When I was reading Throne of Glass, kind of, and I, I thought that they had this, like, long, huge, like, romance. Like, from when they were kids, they've been in love, like, their whole lives. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. Selena hates Sam. Like, that's how, the, like, that's how the first novella starts. She, like, hates him. Okay. Long story short, blah, 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 whatever. You find out that he's, like, kind of always loved her. But they are only, like, physically, like, together, I think, for, like, maybe, like, five, six weeks. Maybe two months max. Aw. So, like, not a very long time. Okay. And she even says, like, that before what happens in the first novella, like, she hated him. Okay. And it wasn't until after, like, that, that she, like, started to view him differently. And then, like, they only, like, get... But, like, once they, like, finally get together, they're only together for, like, a month and a half. Um, and I think, like, throughout... I think, like, all the novellas combined is only a matter... And, again, I forget a lot of things. My timelines are all fucked. But I feel like it's maybe, like, four months. Oh, wow, really? It's, like, not a very long time. Okay. It's, like, in my head, I'm, like, okay, like... I think that in my mind, I think Sam, like for Selena, was like the first person to truly love her. Okay. Like after her parents and everybody like were murdered, she was found by Arabin. Mm-hmm. And like her like love and like loyalty to him was like he abused like kind of like used it and abused it. Where like Sam was kind of like this like I actually unconditional you you. kind of like love where like she is a bitch to him and like whatever. And he's just like going to be there for her and like try to protect her. Um, I also thought that like we were going to get like the detail of how he died or like, but it's like, he goes out again, just really poor planning on the two of them. Like there's just like, there's supposed to be these like top two assassins and like they just bad situation, but he goes out to do a job. She's like, I don't think you should go alone. He's like, no, 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 it's cool. Like I'm fine. I got this. And then he's supposed to be home. And he doesn't come home. And then it's like an hour later and he's still not home. And then it's like two hours later, still not home. And then somebody comes and is like, Arabin comes and he's like, okay, like, uh, we found Sam. Like they dropped him off. He's dead. And then like, she goes and she like sees his body and like, she kind of describes like what she saw. Yeah. So like, he's like, was tortured all night. And then like, Aww. he eventually like succumbs to those injuries. His eyes are cut out. Like, it's really terrible. But like, at the same time, I'm like, it's more of like a, one minute they're like kissing. He's telling her how much he loves her. She never says it back, which is completely fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden, like now he's dead. I don't know. Like I just felt really like I didn't feel. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's going to destroy you. You're going to cry." Yeah. And I was like, I didn't like care enough about the character to be upset about it. Okay. He kind of gives me Kale vibes. Does he? Like, and not in a bad way because I like Kale in the first two. But, like, yeah, he gives me, like, those kind of vibes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, I think that, like, you should definitely read it. 
if you're doing like if you're doing a reread and you never read it or if it's your first time reading Throne of Glass, I definitely recommend it. I just don't know if it should be I know I know everyone says to read it after Crown of Midnight. I feel like it should be read first. So by the time you get into like the thick of the plot of Throne of Glass, like you're already like moving forward instead of moving backwards. Okay. That's how I felt. I felt like I was just like moving back in time and I just wanted to like keep moving forward with the storyline. watching Winnie go to town on himself. My cat's cleaning himself and Katie is... (laughs) But it's like, his foot stays in the air while he, like, does everything else but, like, remains with his foot in the air. Yeah, he's a good boy. (laughs) He's kind of clean. And he sits on his butt like a little human. (laughs) He's honestly the most perfect angel in the entire world. Anyway, next week we will be discussing Bad Luck Charm by Julie Johnson. Yes. And then the week after is... Hopeless. No. Yes, yes, yes. Hopeless by Elsie Silver. The week after, Caught Up by Liz Topper. And we'll obviously, with these episodes, be like spilling our tea with everything else we're reading. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. So if you haven't read them, like, yeah. I would say we'll probably discuss for like maybe like 30 ish minutes yeah. in the beginning. Um, you know what? Honestly, well, okay, this is what we're going to do. If you don't read these books, but you want to like, I don't know, tag along with us, like hear from us next week or like the next three weeks. The first, like, 30 or so minutes, we will do, like, our, like, typical, like, just chit-chatty, spilling yeah. tea type shit. And then we'll, we'll be like, okay, now we're going to talk about the book so that if should, you want to not listen until you've read, then you can then you can We skip. should try to remember to look at the time um, and write, like, the timestamp, like, spilling the tea starts at... Well, no, we're going to start with spilling the tea is what I'm oh, saying. Okay, so we can better. tell people to just, like, okay, now you I can like go. I like that. I was going to say, we, we're going to make this a little bit hard, but we no, can do it. No, no, <laughs> we'll, we'll do our chit-chatting in the beginning, okay. and then we'll let you know. I was like, okay, now we're going to discuss bad luck charm, so skedaddle if you haven't read it get out of here get out of here and we're working on some stuff for november so stay tuned um and we love you guys and we think you're also very pretty and beautiful and and we hope that you have the best days and best weeks ever and that everybody who you see on the street gives you money well with that (laughs) (laughs) that's our new sign off (laughs) thank you so much for listening to our episode we hope you enjoyed it be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the BFF.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at the BFF.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, fuckers.